I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Shut up, mom. Fuck you, dad. I got to dance. I'm going to fucking do a left split. It's going to be awesome. Go talk to the wall. Welcome to Manic Rambling Spiral. I'm Heather B. Armstrong. And I'm John R. Bray. We sat down to record a second ago, and just so y'all know, you know... Y'all. Just so y'all know, and I just smacked there. There you go. For our, for our editing technician, that's that's for you, Ryan. We've got lip smacking, mm-hmm. the southern the southern drawl, and I know that you're eating banana ice cream, so this is like <laughs> all kinds of awesome Here we within go. one minute. <laughs> <laughs> um, we sat down and we're like, "What do we want to talk about?" Because we do, we used to come into these uh, segments with each other prepared with paper and bullet point outlines of what we were going to talk about things we had to say that's when that was before life got really 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 complicated and how could it get more complicated than it was summer break huh summer break oh yep that's a big part of it yeah oh man it got complicated and he sat down and John asked me, he's like, what do you want to talk about? And I was like, I just want to cry for an hour. <laughs> but we d- we decided that 60 minutes of that might be a little bit no. much. So I'm not going to cry. I may have some banana ice cream in between talking, but we thought we might tackle, sort of, maybe. Gently. Gently talk around the issue of what it's like to talk with our children about our ex's new romantic interest. Transitory romantic person. <laughs> Transitory romantic person. And we we have already kind of touched on, you know, incorporating this, not incorporating, but introducing this person, you know, when when should they meet and how should they meet and all of that. But we haven't really, we haven't really addressed what it's like to interact with our kids regarding this new person this new transitory person and that's a whole that's a whole different ball of wax it is a different ball of wax and i had the example of my parents to go off of um it's a little similar situation because my mom my mom and dad got divorced and they both ended up with people from church. That's who you dated when you were in the South in the Mormon church. But they were divorced before they ended up with people from the church. Right. Okay. And, but that it's a very small insular, or at least it was community. So my dad knew my stepdad and my mom knew my stepmom. Like these were people that they knew. 
for a very for a very long period of time. Like my mom knew my stepmom like when they were like eighteen and nineteen years old. And uh yeah. I have a runny nose too. <laughs> Sorry. This is it's all not, kinds of I'm great. not crying. Or maybe I am, but I do have a runny nose. Excuse me. Sorry. Uh. And uh, they handled it beautifully, the integration of the families, because my stepmother had three boys and my stepfather had two girls. And although we never lived with each other, they we all sort of, you know, there was the back and forth and learning to love, not learning to, not learning to love my stepmother and stepfather, but like, you know, learning that this was the new, the new, new. So. Which is kind of learning to love them. I mean, it sounds weird to put it that way, but that is kind of what it is or should be, I guess, in the best possible situation. Right. It doesn't always happen. it, It wasn't without its hiccups. It never is. My brother had a very difficult period with my stepfather. And, um, you know, the, some, some situations are a lot easier to navigate than others. Uh, and very briefly, uh, John's girlfriend, I've known her for over 10 years. She works. This is Jex. This is Jex. Your, your ex, yes. Yes. His girlfriend, uh, has been in my industry for a long time. We know each other through blogging and I knew her long before they, um, found each other. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Just gonna dance around it. Sorry. (laughs) I can't stop. (laughs) Sorry. They found each other. Okay. They did. And, um, and I'm not laughing Fuck, I'm not laughing. I promise I'm not laughing. <clears throat> I'm going to have a big scoop of banana ice cream to shut myself up. <laughs> not laughing, but definitely laughing at the same time. Okay. You go. It's your turn. It's my... <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, well, I had never met my Heather's uh, new... What was that expression? Transitory romantic person. Transitory romantic person. Um, but I was very familiar with him uh, in pretty good detail, actually, because they dated in high school. That's right. Yes. So they were friends, and then they dated, and then they were friends again, and then, you know, 15 years went by or something, and then ta-da. So. Ta-da. You know, yeah. <laughs> and And the best thing is that a lot of what I knew from the the previous relationship from her and from friends of hers and from her parents were not very good. Like it wasn't it wasn't like positive reviews where they just sort of happily parted ways and everything was okay. So already I had sort of a sour view and then, you know, things transpired and that view soured further. There's stuff that you haven't even talked about that <laughs> that we won't get into, but like, oh yeah, oh yeah. I know, I could see how that would it's just, yeah. yep, that it was like, wow, this is a, I'm gonna have to salvage this. Okay, yeah. Well, when mm-hmm. you when you don't think that someone can rub you the wrong way in a different way, and it just keeps happening, it's like, wow, 
this will be fun. Mm-hmm. And then to put on your kind of game face, I guess, in front of, uh, for me, in front of, in front of Lexton, you know, to not immediately ruin his perspective, I guess. Right. I, I don't know. I figure Robert can do a fine job of ruining that on his own, so it's not really for me to do. But if it is, <laughs> if we're just going to be, I'm sorry, that was that was unnecessarily unkind. The bottom line is I want to make sure that Lexton forms his own relationship and opinions. So you're going to, so how are you going to navigate this? Has he, has he come to you and said, Dad, Robert is a strange man. Has he has he done that? <laughs> no. Um, I'm gonna ask you. I'm gonna go ahead and ask you, because people want to. People want to know. People are gonna want to know this question. Has that happened? Uh, he hasn't used the word strange. There was a there was a period where he. What did he say? He told me a couple stories about him. Just things that that Robert had said when he was over there, or knowledge in air quotes, that Robert had presented when he was over there. And and Lexton is a pretty sharp kid. So he smells shit from a mile away. And he, he knows. And he will call you out on it even if you're an adult, if he knows it's wrong. And he came home and told me a couple just, I mean, ha- harmless, not dangerous or totally bizarre, but but bits of information that were wrong. And then a couple days later, he went to tell me something. And he referred to someone as the mutant what? And I, I said, who? And he kind of laughed and he said, oh, you know, Robert, because he has all these abilities. He has and all these he abilities? Just, what? Like, he's like, so basically it, it came together, you know, that, that Lexton was telling some, I don't even remember what it was about, a story about school. And Robert made a comment that he, he knew some of these people in the story, even though he's not from here. Right. And has no way of really knowing these people. So those are the kind of stories that he would, that he would tell. And, and for Lexton, he knows, he's like, wait, there's, there's no way, you know, my teachers, you're not from here. You've never been to my school. You don't know. So he started to call him the mutant because he must have mutant abilities, which (laughs) Lexton decided is telepathy. So, but he, he says it in such a way that it's like, he says it with an eye roll every time. Oh, and it and it's it's so hard to hear that and to have it be not something that that I put into his head, because honestly, I I don't really talk about Robert at all because if he never came up, that would be okay with me. So I just I don't I wouldn't say I'm neutral because maybe neutral would be to talk about it neutrally, but I just don't bring it up. So it's hard when he does that, and all I really want to do is like laugh and high five him. <laughs> But I know that that's wrong. <laughs> that's wrong. That's wrong. That's but it would wrong. feel so right. <laughs> um, but it's hard to to do. I mean, and then to see it's it's also a really good friend of mine, my friend Christian. He made a comment once, really early on, when I was still slightly bitter, and he said, "You know, in the best possible situation, wouldn't you really want Lexton to have a good relationship with Robert? Wouldn't that be better for everybody, especially Lexton?" And I said, "Well, yeah. I mean, if they're going to be together, if they're going to be ma- that, that does make sense. I don't have to like him necessarily, but that would be a better situation. So it's hard to see that that's really not happening. 
And yeah, it's still relatively early. I mean, just to remind our wonderful listeners that Robert's only been here for about a year. And Lexton has only known him for a little bit less than a year. So it's still early, but it's not really headed down a great path. He's already referring to him as the mutant, for instance. Yes. Because Because of of his his, abilities. His telepathy. His telepathy. I don't know why when you said that I was immediately, my brain went to swamp thing. I don't know know why it did I'm going to accept that. (laughs) That's fine. Yeah, I mean, it's, and and he says it, you know, for, for Lexton, it's all a joke. And that to me, in, in a lot of ways, is kind of concerning. It's almost like he sees Robert as a peer, like a friend who's just kind of like the quirky friend that he doesn't really want to be around. Like, And that's kind of a weird role for someone in their 30s. Right. Maybe. Maybe. I mean. Is he early 30s? I think he's mid-30s. I think he actually might be like mid-30, like 35. Like mid-30. Like Right ugh. there. He's older than me, that's for sure. <laughs> Mid-30s? That's right. I'm still young. Gur. Young, young gur. You know, it's, I, I will say this. It, your situation is profoundly different from mine in that I mean I don't know Robert and so you could be completely making all this shit up that has transpired and I could just be buying the shit but there's some things that I couldn't write this shit you couldn't and I know and there's some things that you that, that I've seen some pictorial proof of some of the um anyway um so there's a situation where you have definite strong visceral feelings about a human being outside of the fact that they are with your ex like completely outside of that fact right you yes. have a, a like a visceral feeling towards this person and now this person is a part of your family unit and how do you wrangle in all of that and appear neutral to the person whose life it's going to affect most and whose developing brain it's going to affect most? And that balancing act of not of not high-fiving him and not laughing and not encouraging that sort of like, yeah, he's a mutant, right? Well, duh. Instead, like how do you – that? that's very profoundly different from, from my situation where – I, I knew Liz, and her name is Liz. Have I ever said that? I don't know. Only in um, passing, I think. In passing, yeah. So I've known Liz, and like we were never very close, but we knew of each other, and I totally respected her as a peer. And Lita came to me and said, so Dad says that you know Liz. Like, how do you feel about Liz? And immediately my response very easily was, Oh, Liz is an absolutely lovely person. I mean, I'm, I'm, it, it's wonderful that your dad is, is with her and that they, they love each other. And I think it's great. Like, you're going to love Liz. It was very easy for me to say that because I didn't have that visceral feeling toward her. So in some ways, my situation has been, I think, easier than yours to navigate that way. In some ways. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, every situation has its challenges, but I think 
just as you've been saying that, it is interesting in my situation because there are just personal aspects that I don't agree with or don't see eye to eye with or simply do not like um, that are just separate as as a standalone human being looking at Robert. There are things that I, I that I dislike. Then there's the aspect that he was involved in the dismantling of my relationship. I won't put all that on him because it does take two and Heather certainly deserves some of that credit. But so then there's that level of it. And then I have to embrace that Mm -hmm. or, or I mean, I don't even, I don't know if I want to say embrace it, but I have to not aggressively push it away. You know, I mean, it would be, I can say right now that if, that if Lexton loved him and thought he was amazing and wanted to see him all the time, that would be in a lot of ways, incredibly heartbreaking because of the pieces that, that I know and I process that he doesn't and that he doesn't really necessarily need to know right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but it would be, it would be hard just for different reasons, but it is, I mean, when he, when he made the comment about mutant, I did laugh because it caught me so off guard that I didn't, it was like, I was laughing almost in disbelief, mm-hmm. not like laughing high five. You're right. He's an idiot, but laughing like how do you, you're, you're 12. How are you? already coming to this conclusion, you know, and I, I did, I kind of, I asked him about it. I said, why, where is this name coming from? You know, and immediately I could tell that he felt like he shouldn't have said it, like he was in trouble. And I said, no, you're not, it's fine. I'm not yelling at you, but I'm, I'm trying to understand where it came from. And I did explain to him just, you know, the basic concept that it's really not, that's really not nice you know, you can feel however you want to feel about it, but you know, and then of course his response, he's like, well, I would never say that to him. <laughs> like, okay, well, that's, you're dealing, you know, I mean, ah, man, you're dealing with a 12 year old who has caught on to, you know, listen, I mean, 12 year old is very, very different than a seven year old in this situation. I'm going to tell you that way, way, way different. And that is where we differ quite a bit because I only have the one age to deal with. Mm-hmm. And so, okay, so I wouldn't say that to his face. <laughs> he said, that. "I know." <laughs> but again, I just like, how do you? I mean, I just wanted to laugh and be like, "Yep, that's probably smart." But how do you? How do you approach that? I, but I also don't want to say, "Oh no, he's a really great person," because. I don't really believe that. I think I think what it probably would phrase it like, why do you f- say so that's why you feel that way? Maybe we can process that a little bit differently. And is maybe you know Robert's different? Maybe that's a, a a nicer way of looking at him, perhaps instead of calling him a mutant. He's right. he's different, um, and that's okay. Yes. That's okay. I, I know what you're talking like. <clears throat> so, well, go but ahead. it's also hard to say like it's okay to be different. But some of his complaints, like he he's giving information that my son knows is false. I'm also I, I, so it's like yeah, it's okay to be different. For your information, it's really not a good practice to get into to lie. <laughs> Like, just FYI. <laughs> FYI, he's 12 and is picking up on it. Guess exactly. what? 
Yes. You know, everybody's different. We don't have to call him a mutant. And you also don't need to lie just to try and sound smart. <laughs> oh, my God. This is a very fun topic for me. I know it is. I, there's, I know. And this is therapeutic for you to talk about it, too. In a way, oh, yeah. it's constructive. Yes. I could definitely be much more destructive than I am. We talk about walking that walking that fine line of, you know, being being the the better person, a bigger person, right? Is that how we talk about it? Yes. Yeah. Taking the high road. Taking the high road. Mm-hmm. But sometimes because you're on the high road, you can look down. <laughs> John. Every so often and it is so, so satisfying. <laughs> oh man. So in the same, in a similar vein to what Lexton did, Lita has never called Liz a name or anything like that. Um, they were making plans for, it was a, it was before, it wasn't this Christmas holiday, it was the previous one. And they were making plans for what they were going to do in New York. And I happened to be in the kitchen, I think either cleaning up dinner or whatnot. And Lita was talking to Liz and Liz brought up like going to do some fun activities in New York and Liz grew up in New York. So she has a little bit of an accent and a, and a way of speaking like, just like I do. I mean, I can only imagine <laughs> if, if, if stepchildren are in my future, they're going to be like, what the hell dad? <laughs> <laughs> like, can you understand a word coming out of that woman's mouth? Um, oh god! But like noticeably different from what Lita is normally used to, right? Very noticeably okay. different. Um, it's much more of a sing-songy type of way of speaking than than my very twangy, like let's get out our rifles and go get some raccoons and hang them up beneath their guts. <laughs> you know, it's very different than that. And she was, and, and Lita inherited this from me, which is the. Um, very annoying yet pretty gifted way of s- slipping into somebody's accent while you're talking to them with 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 really, really amazing precision, but not knowing that you're doing it. And just because she's been talking to this person, she uh-huh. kind of takes it on. Yeah, like I keep, if I'm talking, sometimes when I'm talking to you, I start to go like, you know, my nipples snagged. On my jersey. Oh, God, that can't be how I sound. Yeah, my nipples snagged. Oh, I apologize Band-aid. to everyone who listens to me. And drink Bacardi on the sidewalk on the concrete. Um, I... <laughs> and, and that's not accurate precision at all. But but what will happen well, is I will start... With some people it is. Well, yeah. I, I gotta say. Not me. <sighs> so I, I sink into somebody's accent as I'm talking to them without realizing it. And that night on the phone with Liz, Lita did it in a... And she didn't mean to do it. She just sunk straight into Liz's accent. While talking to her or while, after she while got off talking the phone? to her oh. and was repeating some of the some of the phrases that Liz was saying, not knowing that she was even doing it. And like it was really, really, really noticeable. Almost almost as if Lita was making fun of her. Almost. It, it like it's it, if you were an outsider looking in, you're like, oh my god, I can't believe Lita is making fun of Liz to her face. And so, <laughs> when we got off the phone, I said, Lita, 
honey, 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 like, do you realize what just happened? And she's like, no, 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 what had just happened? I said, she said this certain phrase and you said it like this exactly back to her. And she's like, I did what? I'm like, yeah, you, it was, it kind of felt like you were making fun of the way she was speaking. And she's like, oh my gosh, I didn't mean to do that. I'm like, I know know you didn't. I know you didn't. And she's just like, well, it's just different than the way we speak. And I'm like, you know what? And that's fine. It's how, it's how you speak in New York. It's, you know, much more educated than it is from Bartlett, Tennessee. It's just different. <laughs> well, I, but this is something that obviously Liz had to have picked up on. From where I was standing in the kitchen when Lita did it, there was an awkward silence afterward. Um, yeah. Oh, but, wow. but Lita has a Lita has a biting sense of humor and can be sarcastic. And if she doesn't rein it in, it can be. Um, she's actually hurt the feelings of her cousins before because she thinks she's trying to, you know, delicately and jokingly, you know, play with them when it comes off as mocking and she doesn't mean to mock at all. It just sometimes comes off that way because she's 12 and she's, she's learning the gift of humor. (laughs) She's learning the, the edges of it, I think. And testing them. And testing them. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun to watch. Isn't it I mean, though? I have to say. Mm-hmm. Awkward. Like incredibly awkward. But fun. Yeah. I think we've said this before. I call it the monsterization of this is the monsterization period as they grow into their limbs and they grow into their ability to craft humor and sarcasm and philosophizing and, and whatnot and watching it happen. And it's like this little scientific experiment in this little petri dish as you watch the <laughs> all of the bacteria start to replicate right watch it work its magic is it mutates yes they become mutants mm-hmm. but it's it always just makes me feel weird to have these comments come up and they're, and they're not always it's not like he's just constantly coming up with new nicknames for him or you know, bad things to call him, but he'll question things, you know, or, or, you know, question statements or talk about things. And it, I just feel like it's such a weird position to be, you know, to kind of go into therapist mode. Like, well, how did that make you feel? Why do you think he said that? Why, you know, just this different stuff, because I don't know how I don't want to shape his view. I just don't want to make him think that, he should dislike him or make him think that he should like him. I want him to make up his own mind. I think I, I think it's a really good, valuable question to ask him, like, how does that make you feel and why do you think that? I mean, even um, even yet, like, a couple of days ago, um, John wanted to talk to Lita on the phone. And she's, you know, she's got the middle school thing going on and she's got a lot of homework. And our weeks now are fucking insane. <sighs> I'm insane, just going like, to like a party. Oh my God, like there's different pickup times and then there's also like each day is different because there's an activity on Monday, there's an activity on Tuesday, there's an activity on Thursday. Somebody has to be picked up. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. So she got home from school the other day and had a ton of homework and then she was just like, mom, can I please just go downstairs and dance? Dance is her new favorite thing. And I was like, yeah, absolutely go. And we just had dinner and I'm cleaning up and she comes upstairs and she's like, oh. 
she's dad really wants to talk on the phone and I just want to dance, mom. <laughs> That's like the greatest thing. I just she's wanna... just so she's just dancing like on her own. And... Yeah. Okay. That's so awesome. Yeah, she like uh I have a subscription to Apple Music and I let her use it on her phone and she turns on her phone in this giant room that I have in my basement and she dances. She has, she's taking dance at school. She's really, really good at it. So, I mean, I have no rhythm. I don't know where she got it. She got it from Janet Jackson. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but she's she'll spend hours dancing and making up dances, and she just comes upstairs and she's like, "I don't want to talk. I just want to dance." And I said, "Well, you know, you can you can tell him that. You know, I I think it's important for you to be able to tell your dad. You know, Dad, I don't want to talk on the phone right now. I'm." You're you're 12 years old. I'm dancing. I'm dancing. <laughs> That's what makes it even better. It's a scene out of a movie. Or she's going to end up like, she's, is she going to be a welder? <laughs> so, um, <laughs> she's she's going to be a welder, but she really wants to be a dancer. And oh, yeah. Wow. Um, but it's like, and I and I said to her, so what is, how does that make you feel? She's like, well, I just don't want to feel pressure to, you know, d- stop this fun thing that I'm doing after I've she's after she's done all of her work and all of her stuff during the day. She's like, I finally have this free time. Can I please just enjoy my free time? And I'm like, well, you know what? Communicate that to your dad. You're old enough where you get to communicate that in a in a productive way. And I'm sure he'll I'm sure he'll hear 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 you hear you hear you. I'm sure he'll he'll hear what you know. You're 12 now, and it's. I think getting, especially at that age, is like encouraging them to think through these things and to be able to express these things. Just even, again, I think it's very important to encourage the expression. I don't ever want to shut the expression down. Because as long as they're expressing, then we at least have a gateway into what's going on or a possible gateway. Yeah, that's probably true. Well, and I think, you know, you want to encourage the expression. I think it's helpful to to offer, like, confidence in that expression. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I know that you are able to communicate this to your father. I, I know that you can tell him that. I believe that you can. You know, you're 12 years old. You have really good reasons. You can communicate it. And to give them that confidence to say that this is something you can do, I think is big. Mm-hmm. Well, and I, also, did she, I mean, did she? Well, so I, I also didn't want to say, well, no, you need to stop right now and talk to your father because I don't want her talking to her dad to be something that she dreads. Like, I don't want her to go, mom is making me talk to dad. Like, I want it to be, I want her relationship with him to be, oh, yeah, I want to talk to my dad. You know, that this is a this is a good, fun, happy thing that I'm looking forward to. So, yeah, she communicated to him. She's like, listen, um, I've had a, already a really long week and I just want to, I just... I don't, I want to dance. <laughs> did she say that? Yeah, she did. She's that like, is dancing. awesome. And she expressed it to him, and he's like, "Okay, well, I love you, you know, I'll talk to you soon." And she's so she's twelve, and she has these complex feelings. And then, like five minutes later, she comes upstairs. She's like, "Mom, I am like this close to having my left split down. You are not going to believe it. Come look." <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. So it's just like she's 12 and there's all this, you know, all this emotion and these, yeah, it's, you can't take it personally, first of all. And nobody can take what's going on with them personally. I've learned that very, very quickly. No, no, no. No. 
And I think though it's it's interesting because you catch those those like insightful moments, I guess, where she's able to tackle it, for example. You know, she's able to tell him on the phone and communicate and and then five minutes later, it's like nothing ever happened. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's over. She communicates, she doesn't even think about it. And maybe maybe it's an adult thing, maybe it's a me thing, but I always like that would still be in the back of my mind. Yes. Even even now at thirty two, I would think was he sort of offended? Did I say things the way that I should have? Like, I would just want to, I would be thinking about that other person. But it's like that that switch has turned off and she's on to her left split and that's, life has moved on. Life has moved on. That Which is, is probably good, honestly. It's probably a much better approach anyway, but I think it's unique to kids, especially of this age. I did. I, I took that as like a healthy, I was like, oh, that, you know, she was able to process that and move on to her left split and... You know, we're we're moving, we're moving along. She was able to work through that emotion. And I'm proud of her for expressing that because I would never have expressed that to either of my parents at her age. Never, 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 never. I probably would not have expressed it quite as kind. (laughs) But that's, I mean, and I had a great relationship with my parents. I probably just wouldn't have been as... Shut up, mom. Fuck you, dad. I got to dance. I'm going to fucking do a left split. going to be awesome. Go talk to the wall. <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. But it's interesting you mentioned like you don't want to make her talk to him. Because it, then it becomes like a chore, right? You have to call him. You have to do this. And I go through that a lot with Lexton because, and I know that we've talked about this, he doesn't use his phone. He doesn't communicate. He doesn't care. He, it's just, it's of no interest to him. And that would include calling Heather. Mm-hmm. And that is not okay with her. And inevitably that ends up coming back to me. You know, he, he should call or he should answer. And, and part of that is just his phone is on silent at school and then he leaves school and because he doesn't really care about it, he doesn't turn it off silent. And I forget because that's one of 10,000 things that I'm trying to remember. And, you know, then she calls and he doesn't answer, so she has to call me and it becomes this thing. But it's hard to try and balance, to try and encourage it strongly without like making it feel like a forced thing, you know, well, why don't you call her? Well, now would probably be a really good time, like right now, like pick up your phone and call because it causes more problems. Why doesn't Heather call or text him? Oh, she does. And he, 
he'll just pick up his phone and read the text and then put it down. Mm. And I will say that that, that's not like a reflection of her. He does the same thing to me. He does the same thing to anyone who's not a friend. Mm -hmm. Grandparents, aunts, uncles, Heather or I, he'll read it and put it down. Like it it could say, help, I'm in an emergency, please respond. (laughs) And he will just put it down. Yep. Yes. That is beyond frustrating. Like I can't. And and what is sort of frustrating is that I have just acknowledged that it's going to take 10 reminders for him to actually pick up the phone and respond or call. I know that that's the case, but I do it because he needs to get in the habit of doing it. She's not as diligent with that. So I'll text him four times and call twice. And then finally I'll text her and she's like, well, I'll remind him. I'm like, yep, that's not actually going to work. (laughs) <laughs> like you, you need to remind him, hand him his phone. And I know he, like, there's going to be people out there that are like, he's 12, he can figure it out. Yes, that is true to a degree, but it also needs to be reinforced. There's something about their generation with this because Lita's the same way. I mean, I watch her. Like, I, I, and I, so I don't take it personally when either of my kids does not want to talk on the phone. Like, I don't take it personally. They don't want to talk on the phone, first of all. First of all, they don't want to talk, which is I mean, not far off from just me. Just in general? <laughs> well, just on the phone. And okay. then right. when it comes to texting, like, yeah, I can, I can text her and not hear from her for four days. And I, you know, but because I'm with her usually, like, I don't need to text her. It's when, you know, when she's in New York or whatnot, and then I'm, and then I'm, I'll call or leave John like, hey, I, I texted Lita four days ago. How is she doing? Is everything fine? Is she alive? I just don't take it personally. And you really do kind of have to stand in front of them and be like, okay, so you haven't talked to your father in like five days. Let's call him now. I mean, I think that's been long enough. He'd like to hear your voice. Let's do this. Okay. And it's just for them. <sighs> Again, we're raising this generation like... Oh, I know. They have all this communicative technology that we would have killed for. <laughs> but the weird thing, especially with Lexton, he doesn't even text. I, I know. Mean, if he were to just text, I would deal with him not answering. Even if they were really quick, like one word text or emote something, like a sign of life, that would be fine. So I don't know what... I don't. I don't get it. It's really frustrating. It is. It's everybody in this generation is learning this whole how to navigate all of this. I mean, it is intrusive. I mean, we were not being texted by I was not being texted by my dad. I was not being texted by my mom. Oh, yeah. Think about that. Can you imagine getting a text from your dad? Like, oh, dad, ugh. my dad is checking up on me. Ew. And you have to take time out of your dancing. To respond. Uh, yeah. Like I How are you gonna master the left split if you have to text? Doesn't your dad? doesn't my dad know that okay I'm, my bus ride home from Chatelon Middle School was like thirty minutes long and like the last bus stop. Like I'm doing my science homework. Duh dad, like I'll call you when I want to call you. Like I can totally like I can hear myself in my head thinking, Wow, ooh, oh. Like can you imagine being like twelve and somebody texting you and you look at your phone and it's your mom. Oh, yeah, because you get excited. Maybe it's going to be a friend and yeah. But at the same time, I know if he needed something, and I'm not even saying something important, just something, and he texted me or called me, he would keep texting 
and keep calling until he got a response. Yes. So when there's a need, and that's the one thing I've been trying to talk to him about, like, it's good to need things, like, that's fine, but you can't always, like, let that motivate everything you do. Like, sometimes someone else might need something, and that's okay, too. Yeah. I've, I've made no progress yeah, these are the little all, things that we have, we, we as parents have to instill these things into our children and we notice them like, oh, wait a minute, my kid does not know that this is important to learn. I've got to teach this. Okay. Yes. First you have to teach that it's important and why it's important and then to do it. Like it's like this multi-stepped process. Yes. And it's hard because at least, and I, I think we probably mentioned this at some point, but the primary reason that Lexton has a phone is because we're separated. And it's easier to not have to, you know, so I don't have to call her so that she hands her phone to him. And it just, the I, the goal was simplified communication. Obviously, that did not work. But that was the goal. That was the goal. You guys had good intentions. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I, I would just prefer, and again, Heather and I are on good terms. It's fine, but it, it's it's easier. It would be easier if I could just go directly to his phone. Yes. And get the answer. And there was a time last fall where I was texting Heather on her phone and it was not actually her. So there's still some skepticism in my Whoa. eyes as to was who I'm Robert? actually. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. And it was great because the response, I I asked a question about Lexton and the response I got, and this is, I mean, I write for a living, so that's part of it, but I also know her patterns of texting fairly well because, you know, 10 years. Could you pay attention? Yeah. And it came back like impeccably punctuated. For one, it's a text. So, you know, fuck off. But for another, I, as soon as I read it, I'm like, you, you're not going to put a comma there. You've never put a comma there. Sometimes you don't even put periods. And Sometimes then, and you don't even put periods, Heather. no punctuation at all. How am I supposed to know? <laughs> so I had to, you know, go back. And immediately I responded. I said, this is not Heather. That was all I said. And then he, I don't even remember what the text was. He came back with some sort of cheery greeting. We don't have to necessarily get into that. But the bottom line is it would just be easier to be able to text my son directly. Yes. That's why you got the phone. This yes. is something that you're going to have to teach him. Yes. But I didn't get a phone to have to teach. The phone should just teach him for me. There's got to be an app. It's a phone. You know what There's to do with a phone. There's got to be an app. We are giving so many people so many ideas for apps, man. God. Like a, like a call your parents app? Yeah. Te- text your dad app? Text your dad that that app that we were talking about the other week where you're like things stuff about, about pe- people stuff about people. Yeah. We should have an app developer that we're just like his like listening to our episodes so that they can make all this happen. And then seriously, yeah, we actually we got and I'm gonna see I'm gonna see if I can multitask and pull some of this up on my phone. So I'm gonna apologize in advance here, but there were a few people who emailed about because I think last time what did we talk about stuff about people in Evernote. Uh-huh. And we're getting emails from people that are saying either that would be an amazing app and it needs to be an app or Evernote is the best. So we're just endorsing and creating all sorts of things for free. Think about this app. good people like that. You could. It could be an app where it has a standard response. 
you know, and depending on your mood, you just like, you know what, I'm in a good mood. This is the response I'm going to send. And so it has like, it could provide like seven different kind of the same responses for when you're in a how to good day and then seven kind of the same responses if you're having a eh day and then seven kind of responses if you're having a really bad day and you just send them off you don't even have to think about it and your and your parents wouldn't know the difference <laughs> but so they'd be like specific because i was going to say you, you need to have like a category who are you texting if you're texting yeah. a parent here are your options is that your parent excellent. divorced does your parent live in the same state? <laughs> All you have to do is you just have to keep going through menus. So like here, are the, here are the text options to pick. But that, do you that like? Is, do you like to dance? Do you, have, have you mastered your left split yet? No. Don't bother responding. But to have like it, just a randomly generated, I'm having a good day and I'm texting a parent, and then you and you don't even know what it sends. It just sends something. Mm-hmm. And that way the parent knows you're alive. You know? That, that that way be, the par- that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. That should come pre-installed on every child's phone. Yeah. Which and really then the, takes and the, then the parent finds out and is devastated. Oh, my yes. God. They have that app. You mean to tell me that you weren't writing these texts yourself? I wondered why the last ten have been the exact same. I wondered why the last ten didn't have the poop emoji at the end. I thought you had matured. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. We've moved slightly past that. At least I get words now. So that's, you know, that's good. I get words with a lot of poop emojis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get, I mean, I do get a lot of emojis, but it used to be just primarily emojis as if I could figure that out. But man, 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 oh, man, emojis. Have we talked about this? No. Yeah. But I do adore emojis. Do you? We actually don't use emojis all that often when we text. I'm a little hesitant because you don't seem like an emoji person. <laughs> so I will use know. emojis when the emoji is going to punctuate it in a way that nothing else could. I mean, emojis have their purpose, absolutely. And this for me, and I hate to bring it back to dating, but <sighs> man, I am so judgmental. <laughs> When it comes of to emoji, emoji use, yes. See, that's why I've been skeptical. I only use them sparingly, but with you, I've used them like extra sparingly. Extra, because it's like, especially when you're just getting to know someone and you just stick in the... <laughs> Stop it, Heather. Okay. You, what, what emoji? The, Which like, one? No, even just the fucking happy face with like the the... Red cheeks, like, he, I'm smiling. It's like, okay, no, no, you're not smiling. You're not, no, see, no. there's like the common emojis, though. Yeah. Like the, no, the happy face. But I only use the ones that are kind of, I don't want to say uncommon, but more uncommon, like that really toothy grinning smile. I use that one occasionally because uh-huh. that's more like, I know I just made kind of a dick comment. See, but... if you're kind of making a dick comment, like an emoji, that's, that's when emoji serves its purpose. Yes. Like for me, the emoji with the two eyes and the straight line for the for the mouth. Oh, yes, 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 yes. That is my spirit animal. I, I know the spirit <laughs> animal is an, an old whatever. It's overused. But if you could sum up me and my life, that emoji is it. And, uh, and I think I probably use that emoji the most with you. Just like, you know, 
Something it's like you don't know what else to like I'll basically do. I'll basically tell you the insane thing that just happened and then end it with that emoji. Yeah. It's like for me it's like an enhanced version of the shrug. Yeah. Like I don't know. I use that one. Mine my go to is the is the flamenco dancer. Mhm. I tend to use that to punctuate. Oh yeah. A lot of like overly happy statements that I make stupid things that seem super positive and then I end it with that and everyone's like oh yeah no you're totally screwing with me no I use emojis to be ridiculous like to to be overtly ridiculous like I'm being ridiculous like this is stupid that I'm doing this like I want to make it apparent that I'm being stupid and so I get these text messages or these messages on these apps from these men who are using the smiley face as a smiley face or who are using the smiley face with the like red cheeks as the smiley face with the red cheeks. And it's just like... At least it it's not the tongue emoji. Feels Some of them use that, though, and they're just I'm like... Sure, yeah. As if they're, like, being cheeky or they're being, like... They think they're being sarcastic, but they're not being sarcastic very well. And then it makes it even worse. And it's like, oh, no. Ugh. They probably just meant to send the ear like they're really <laughs> listening to you. And it happened to be the tongue. Oh, Like, man. I would like to listen to you so hard right now. Please continue. <laughs> like I'll I'll open and I'll open a message from someone, and I will scan and I will see an emoji, but I won't know exactly which one it is. I'll just scan and I'll see that an emoji has been used, and I'm like, "Do I want to read this message? I don't know." It's like immediate emoji judgment. <laughs> Maybe it was used in an inventive way. Maybe usually it's not. It's like how... Or it's inventive, but just not the kind of inventive that you really want to encounter. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what mutants do. <laughs> the, the unnecessary emoji usage. Yeah. Unnecessary. If you can use a word, use the word. Okay. Just use the word. Just use the word. Yeah. If there is a way to describe it, I'm totally with you there. But there, I will say that there needs to be like a designated sarcasm emoji. Mm -hmm. I think that would help <laughs> because there's some there's some people that just they don't really get the sarcasm when it's written out. Like other people, I don't really worry about, or I think maybe they're not going to get it. That's fine. But that that would help. I would like that. I would like for the phone to slap men in the face when they think about using emojis unnecessarily. Is what I would like to happen. Like grow up. Honestly, I think we words. should just sum it up and say you should really not <laughs> use emojis too early on in any kind of relationship. Friendship, it does, just feel people out. You got to kind of get to emoji territory. You right? do. You, you have do. To, you have to work your way there. Even if it's like the burrito emoji, you can just type burrito. I will take the burrito emoji over any fucking smiley face emoji on that fucking screen. Seriously. Like I'm, Even the straight-faced one? Not that one. No, okay. that one is sacred. That is sacred. <laughs> but at least a burrito emoji is not smiling at me. <laughs> I, I, my depression is a lot better. You wouldn't believe it, but <laughs> it is a lot better. <laughs> wow. At least the burrito emoji is not smiling at me. Yeah. Well, like, that's one way to look at it. And there was this one point where I was texting back and forth with someone that I thought I liked, and he kept using the smiling emoji, and then I found myself doing it back because I felt obligated to send back the smiley face emoji. And I was like, what is happening to me? What am I doing? Why am I doing this? I, that is not me. 
Ugh. Toxic. Toxic relationship. <laughs> that, that's It started out bad because it started out with emojis. But you also have to know, like, I, I just think the, if the intention isn't there, like, if you're not using it with the right intention, then you shouldn't, you shouldn't use it. I mean, there are times, I will admit, to just exchanging emojis for five minutes with people. But not because we're communicating, but because it's stupid. And, like, that, that's the point. Yes. So that, to me, that, that is the intention, and it's understood on both ends. But to, like, how was your day? Smiley face. Hope you had a great day. Rosy cheek face. Like, yeah, I don't. That. I don't know. That is what that. It's that. Yeah. Oh, it is that. But it's, would you it, rather have the smileys or the tongue? Oh, neither. I don't want either. I don't but want what either. if you had to pick, though? Oh. What if all of these men could only send one emoji from this day forward? Would it be the tongue or would it be one of the smiley faces? Oh, no. No, I'm not, I'm not answering that stupid hypothetical question. I told you about the <laughs> – was it you that I was talking to about the hypothetical question guy? No. And I'm – Was this another guy that you dated? No, I just went oh. on a date. I went on a date okay, with you, him. Did he use emojis, though? Has he used it? Yes, he's used emojis. Yes, he has. And, and he asked hypothetical questions. He, I, I really want to... I'm, I'm, I become very, very harmful individual when you start asking me stupid shit like an internet quiz and we're face-to-face. Like, I really want to punch you. Stop asking me. Harmful individual? <laughs> like, his question was... If you could go anywhere in the world and money were not an issue, what are the top five places on your list of places to go? And I'm like, are we are we sitting here having a – no, I'm not – no, this is not a conversation. No, uh-uh, I'm not answering that question. That is a stupid question. <laughs> Sorry. Wow. <laughs> I know. I was like, that's like answering some stupid internet quiz. Where – why are it you is, asking yeah. that like question? Like a Facebook poll or something. Oh, God. And then, oh, man. And then, like, he followed up. And I made it very clear that I didn't want to go out again. I made it very, very clear. I have a very hard time coming out and saying, listen, we are never going to go out again. Like, that's really hard for me. I basically make it clear through body language and through, like, yeah, no. Huh, uh, like, like some like the sick emoji, like eh, uh, this is this for everyone listening. This is why I don't even try to date, right here. <laughs> this is the reason. And like three days later, he texts me and he's like, "Hey, how's it going? We should get together." I don't answer him back. How was your weekend? I don't answer him back. And then he says, "Oh God." <laughs> I'm going to end up alone. I'm going to end up alone. I'm going to die alone. And then he says to me, if you could have one more day in your weekend and money were not an option or time, what would you do with it? And I was like, okay, I'm, I'm blocking the phone number. I am now blocking the phone number. I'm wow. not engaging in these questions. Sorry. I don't have time. I don't have time. He should have just asked it all with emojis. Time is time is an is an actual factor that I have to take into my life, and I am not answering that question. So, thanks. Smiley face. <laughs> that would be an excellent place to use it, actually. Right there. Mm-hmm. Right at the end of that. So there is a lesson on emoji usage. Yes, we all we started out with. 
we I think we we treaded some you know we 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 did well in the boundaries here of what we can and can't talk about and we're trying I mean we're trying my my take on it is and and I've got like the trifecta of reasons to dislike someone here but just to kind of take a hands off and ask the questions why did it happen what do you think about that because at least for me personally if I try to do anything more than that if I try to become anything that's even a little bit not neutral it will probably not end up favorable and I say not favorable for me because I don't want to be that person that you know makes my kid hate somebody that's not he can make up his own mind you know what I'm gonna do I'm gonna sit Lexton down and I'm gonna say Lexton what happened was fucked up (laughs) just so you know okay okay we good good awesome all right let's move on I'm going to take you up on that offer in a few years. Be like, listen, buddy, we got we to gotta fly out to Salt Lake. Someone's got a message to deliver. It's going to take about 30 seconds. But it's got to be eye to eye. That's not, we're not, it's not going to happen. No, no. He's got to come to those conclusions. They do, I think, again, getting them to express themselves and to work through them, their feelings is a healthy, healthy way to, not only for them to as they grow, but as they develop these relationships with these new members of their family. Yes. Mm -hmm. And at least for me that I'm not trying to sit here and act like I've always taken the best approach to this because I haven't. Sometimes comments will catch me off guard or they'll be so off the wall that I end up first expressing some of my own opinions and, you know, you just got to check yourself and move on. Yeah. And hope for better next time, I try guess. Not, try not to high five and be like, right? 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 God, Idiot. I feel so validated. Right? I would love to say that so many times. <laughs> oh, man. We uh. would love to hear how you have navigated this with your children, or if you have, the talking with your child about your ex's not so transitory now the actual permanent romantic person in their life and what that means um what you bring to the conversation your feelings about it how you navigate those and whether or not you initiate those conversations or if you let them come to you i have not i have not initiated them so i'm curious to know if neither have i so other people initiate them maybe that's a good thing i don't know we're probably doing it very wrong and I would, I'm willing to bet we are. It's um, very possible, yeah. Uh, but we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at stories at managramblings.com and can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at managramblings. And you can also find us and, if you have an extra minute or two, leave a review over on iTunes. We would appreciate it. It only takes, seriously, a minute or two. That'd be great. I still haven't read the reviews. So I'm not going to do it, but I would love for you to read it. I I have the, yeah, it's, yeah, it's gotta Mm -hmm. be ready. Yep. Not going to do it. Uh -uh. Nope. I've been on the internet long enough. You, (laughs) you probably have thick enough skin to read them. I was, you know, everyone has their own. We're not for everyone. Panic rambling spiral. We're not for everyone. 
Not for kids. That's for sure. That's right. Not this episode. Not really any of them, actually. Tricks. Tricks are for kids. Tricks are for kids. Not Manic Rambling Spiral. No. (laughs) Until next time, quit it with the fucking emojis until you know. Until you know you've crossed the emoji threshold. Okay? Okay. Many thanks to Tan Lines for the soundtrack, to Lisa Congdon for the cover art, and to Ryan Coomer for his expertise with the editing stuff. Thank you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.